Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Dope Black Disabled Podcast, home of unapologetic blackness, disability advocacy, pride and representation, and conversations that go there. Join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag DBDisabledPod. That's hashtag D-B-D-I-S-A-B-L-E-D-P-O-D. Let's get talking. Welcome to the Dope Black Disabled Podcast. This is the place where we talk about life, career, love, faith, spirituality, society, and pop culture joyfully, truthfully, through the lens of disability. I'm Kimmy and... I'm Dibola. And I'm Christine. Welcome to your new favorite podcast. Insert music. Right, this is a voice test for our listeners that need it. So, hi, I'm Kimmy. Nice to meet you. This is my voice. This is the race that my voice goes to, and I'm excited and I'm angry. And oh my gosh, this is my voice. Christine. Hi, this is Christine, and this is what my voice sounds like. Hello, this is Devola. This is what my voice sounds like. Doesn't get much higher than this, hardly gets lower than this, but just get used to it. <laughs> right. So, we open by talking about how we're feeling. So today I'm feeling hot. Now, I don't want to jinx the weather by complaining about how muggy it is, but it's getting too sticky still. How are you guys feeling? I am feeling good. It is, I should ask Alexa what the weather is, but I'm not really sure. But my balcony is open and my dog is asleep. So I'm good today. So I'm feeling good as well. It's, uh, it's a nice day outside. It's actually a cooler day today than it was this whole week. 20 degrees in London. It doesn't get much better than this. It's barbecue weather. I wish I had a couple of hot dogs and a beer right now. Did you just say it's Satan's toes degrees in London? <laughs> <laughs> Not Satan's toes. <laughs> Not so Satan's this toes. is an auntie warning, right? In this house... We say fuck. We, we say fuck. We do, <laughs> we do say fuck a lot. We do say fuck a lot. Yeah. And shit goes down. I'm so sorry, auntie. I mean, your delicate sensibilities are going to be rocked. However, comma, shit's about to get real. Amen. <laughs> yeah. So, Absolutely. Uh, so we are at the point we call the affirmation station i saw this on twitter done by this lady called stacy j and she is like she has this whole thing about the affirmation station and i just love the alliteration and i was like this is such a cool idea so shout out to stacy j so the affirmation for today is i only get one go in this body be as it made troublesome i'm gonna enjoy the ride can i get an amen and a shanana 
Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, Lord, what he said, (laughs) what they said, (laughs) I stand. It's so important to know that, you know, our disabilities do not define us. Our inabilities do not invalidate us and we are worthy and we are capable and our story counts. And this is why we're here being the storytellers versus the victims. Can I get a <laughs> oh, the church is engaging today. Hallelujah. Well, well. <laughs> Give me a tambourine real quick. <laughs> you know when exactly. Church, you know when church kids get together, it's like Pavlov's theory, where every all your training just like you regurgitated and you're literally just so churchy. And we always find each other and it's it's a mess, but I love it and I wouldn't take it any other way. <laughs> How has your week been dealing with your disability, Dibala? My week, oh, my week has been quite good. I took the first two days of work this week, so that was quite refreshing. Dealing with disability, it's been a painless week. No pains, a lot of gains. It's been peaceful. Yes, uh, Tupac. Not, <laughs> not too many disability worries. Yeah, it's actually been a good disabled week. That's what you call it. No stress at all. How's yours been, Kimmy, Christine? Well, I'll let Christine go first. How's your week? Because Christine has a story, you know. Go on, story time. This story week. time, story time, story time. <laughs> story time. Yeah, story time. Full disclosure, I fully push my body beyond its actual limits. I should not do that, but I do. And so this week I have some pain because last week I went to a trampoline park Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I was swinging from trapezes and doing backflips. And then the next day I decided to film a TikTok doing the Magnese challenge (laughs) on um, full disclosure. I have one leg. (laughs) So I did the Magnese challenge on my prosthetic And the next day, my entire body was sore. And so I was sore all weekend and I felt better. But then, what was it, yesterday or Tuesday, I decided to go back to the trampoline park. So today, I'm a little sore. I'm having a little hard time walking. That's just from like walking on a prosthetic. It's kind of a sore day for me. So I'm at home chilling, resting my body because a girl is out of spoons for the week. So I'm done. (laughs) Come on, spoon gang. Spoon gang. Spoon gang. Gang, gang. gang. You know what, full disclosure, Christine is out here rocking a full gangster kente prosthetic. And it's like the Tony Stark of prosthetic legs. No, it's the Black Panther. It's the Black Panther. Yes, (laughs) because it's powered by vibranium. Seriously, Mm -hmm. like that's why. Vibranium and melanin. Yeah, Yeah. that's why it's kente. And Christine thinks like she can twerk and she can you know because she says she says twerking is in my blood and she said twerking is is my ministry and twerking is my purpose so i'm gonna do it Mm. my soul twerks (laughs) and my soul say twerk (laughs) i'm done with you (laughs) but you know what the fun thing to watch christine navigate her disability is that she doesn't care that's the way to be christine don't care so This is how many, I give zero fucks. I'm sorry. (laughs) Zero. (laughs) Negative zero. Christine said, I had one fuck left, but she threw away. (laughs) And... (laughs) (laughs) But 
my week dealing with my disability has been challenging sometimes because I am taking on so much and I'm just like I can do it you know I'm an African not an Afrikaant I have to say I can do it so I just I'm like this project I'll do it so I need to learn the word no because I've had a few crashes and my body literally just like feels like it's being sucked of energy. Someone has an energy magnet and they're just sucking all the energy. And when I'm trying to walk on my Zimmer frame to go to the loop, per se, I'm just like, oh, oh okay. So do, do how do you how do you non Bambi people mm-hmm. do it? Because I am very dull-legged. I get very dull-legged. Where do you get no Bambi from? Please, yes. I'm still stuck yeah. on no Bambi. No, <laughs> I am. My autobiography is going to be like SWV weak in the knees because <laughs> I stay weak in the knees <laughs> when I'm trying to work. Because <laughs> I stay so weak, weak in, in the, the knees. knees. <laughs> Cause I got no sense in the take too much on. I, I ain't got no spoons left. <laughs> oh my, why? Okay, so I, I just, I have had a, I have had an epiphany. I've had, a, I think we need adult supervision on this podcast. <laughs> Come on, focus, girls, girls, focus, focus, no, girls, girls, focus. Come on. <laughs> Thank the boy, I don't know he's uh he he's decided <laughs> up for with us together. So the next question I have for you guys is campfire style. So everyone go around the room with each question. So we've said our names. Uh, how old is everyone? I'm mm-hmm. I'm a sexy oh. baby boy at 29 years old. <laughs> oh okay. I'm just a baby boy. Okay, living baby my boy, life. living my life. You know, <laughs> I'm with it. Christine, how old are you? I like the fact that he used to, he was a sexy baby boy. So I'm a sexy baby girl, also age 29. Hey, <laughs> yes, girl. And you know what? I'm actually a very struggling baby girl <laughs> with one month left of being 28. And I'm going to join you in 29 and be a sexy girl, age 29 too. Welcome, Bruce. Welcome. So, Welcome. 29, gang. Yeah, gang, gang. On the, 20, on, on the 14th of July, I'm going to be on the sexy turn baby up, turn girl, up, turn baby up, turn boy. Up. <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> so what do we, everyone, what do you do for a living? Dibola should go after Christine because Dibola runs the world. Dibola is the Illuminati. So he has a lot to say. So Christine, what do you do? Professionally, I'm a project coordinator. <laughs> Unprofessionally, I am an advocate in the disability space, newly transitioning into the disability space from the cancer space. So a lot of motivational speaking. I'm supposed to have a YouTube channel. I'm a TikTok creator. <laughs> I now call myself a TikTok creator. Follow me on TikTok at Christine Janelle. And yeah, I just share my story and I'm in the process of just becoming a better advocate for those in the disability space. So my long-term goals, but that's where I am for now. <laughs> Balaguna of everything. What do, you, <laughs> what do you do for a living, sir? Please, nah, please. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. So my day job, I work in banking and finance. I mm-hmm. am. I work. <laughs> I work. <laughs> I work in. I work in treasury. So cash manager. So my job is managing the cash flows of the business. So million pounds here, million pounds there, ten million pounds what here, ten I million say? pounds there. What did I say? Zero, zero, zero. Everywhere I look, just zeros. <laughs> I don't quite run the economy yet, but maybe just a, just a little bit, a little bit to go and I'll be there. 
Beyonce was um, just wrong. We need to correct her sister. Who run the world? Dibola. I work in treasury, yeah, at a merchant bank in London. That's professionally. In a private life, I also am in the activism space. It used to be a lot of youth activism first, but you know, more and more to disability activism as time goes on. I am an aspiring creator, but I haven't got the confidence to do it yet. Actually, it's not the confidence. I haven't got the patience to do it yet. I'm trying to learn, though. Oh, oh, I run well, accounts for hotels as well, for some hotels. Oh, and I do website designing as well. What? What yeah, did I, I say? Do, yeah, I do all of that. What did I say? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, wow. So, yeah, Kimmy was right. I'm not busy enough. I need to get a job. <laughs> Sis, what you, you need to retire. Do. You need to retire. That's what you need to do. Thank you. With the way, like, she's out saving the world, doing all kinds of uh, statistics and, and, and helping people <laughs> with actual real information in real life. What you won't do is downplay my friend in front of me. Anyway. What do, <laughs> <you> do? <laughs> what do I do? What does Kimmy do? Okay. My happiest role, the role I feel most watered when I'm doing, is being community lead at Dope Black Disabled. A queen. And, uh, you know, it was, it's been such a joy to launch that community space and running the socials and creating the content and also interacting with people on the private, Black disabled people in the private space and then also running the public space for allies and other d- disabled people as well and organizations it's been a great place for networking it's been great for meeting a lot of people and it's been a place to have impact and i've grown in my advocacy for disabled people my actual job i do my, i have a i'm <laughs> not to sound like debola but <laughs> my background <laughs> is that I come from a culinary background. I went to culinary school and I was cooking in restaurants for celebrity chefs and all of this. And then I was also songwriting and singing and touring and all of this. And then my buddy was like, psych! <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then six years of being bedbound later, here we are. So I'm doing brand strategy and social media managing for some brands coming soon. I'm doing our podcast production and I'm doing the whole disability advocacy and community building. So that's what I do. A bed resting queen. <laughs> and and yes. I do it all for my bed. Do you know, the, the craziest thing, people are like, ah, you're so busy. Ah. And I'm like, okay, so. I'm, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I only take, I have the ability and the capacity to take about 10 steps. And I'm like, yeah, no a- SWV yet. <laughs> I'm still good. We ain't working with me yet. <laughs> and then <laughs> about 10 steps later, I'm like, oh, <laughs> the spirit of Bambi. Ah, <laughs> you have come to haunt me. <laughs> so That's everything. <laughs> everything is done from my bed and I enjoy the work that I do and me and my laptop and my phone against the world taking zoom calls from my bed recording this podcast from my bed everything I should do a, a, a show called from my bed you should actually because... I would watch it I'm already a subscriber so yeah yes. yeah yeah that's cool that she watches it on the network called FaceTime. <laughs> but so um we've talked about our ages, our names, our profession. The crux really is what disabilities do we live with and deal with? And so I also want to take this moment to kind of have a point of correction for non-disabled people. We avoid terms like able-bodied. 
because disabled does not mean that the opposite thereof is able-bodied because our bodies are able to do certain functions they're just not able to do others so it's non-disabled for uh, non-disabled people and also we don't suffer from these disabilities we live with these disabilities and we thrive under these disabilities so what disabilities are you thriving under right now Currently, I am thriving and living my absolute best life as an amputee. So I have one leg. I lost that at the age of two. I am also thriving and enjoying life after having breast cancer and having a double mastectomy, which completely took all of the upper body strength that having one leg gave me. Having chemotherapy has caused like other disabilities in my um, in my body. Like I suffer from brain fog. I often tell a joke about once having a job at a bank, Debola would never hire me because I went home leaving out $25,000 cash and <laughs> was done because I completely forgot. And so my main one is definitely living with this uh, hella dope ass kente print as a prosthetic. Nice. Come on. Yes, yes. Like Panther Rest. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Shuri Jr. Dibala, uncle, what are you conquering? Oh, I'm conquering right now and I've got paraplegia. So I have been a wheelchair user since I was five years old. Essentially, I have no function from about waist downwards, which means I have incredible upper body strength. Yeah, so I'm just so I'm just um yeah uh, wheelchair bound essentially. That's that's gun finger salute. <laughs> and that's um <laughs> that's my disability that I'm thriving with. Come on, fine boy. You did you forget to mention that you're fine. You know, fine I can't, boy. I can't be, be big headed. I can't keep saying that all the time, you know. You know, I have to wait for you to tell me. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. We'll say it. We'll say we'll it. Y'all, everyone who's listening, be oh, fine. Thank you, thank you. He doesn't have to pay bride price at all at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, oh, my God. <laughs> So I am living with, I've been diagnosed with, first of all, I was born with Wolf-Parkinson-White syndrome, which is a heart, a congenital heart disorder where I'm supposed to have two connections in one of the ventricles of my heart. I have three, which makes the uh, electricity of my heart go apeshit. And I'm prone to fainting and also have POTS, which really give me like hypermobility and, you know, bad circulation to where I have a lot of faints and prone to cardiac arrest and stuff like that. And they try to operate it and it wasn't successful. And I have the worst memories convulsing on a table, trigger warning. And a year later, I was blind and unable to walk because I'd had a botched two botched uh, lumbar punctures my first of 20 because I had now developed idiopathic intracranial hypertension so since then I've been diagnosed with type 1 diabetes as well costochondritis as well chronic fatigue syndrome as well chronic anemia as well and and after being bedbound for six years and this is I really this is my seventh year but this is the first year I'm actually like doing something for my bed so really seven years of being bed bound i have had muscle atrophy and severe nerve damage and i take a lot of medication like three different preparations of morphine and like 24 capsules of acetazolamide and loads and loads of loads of pills so i guess in the medical sense and in the mobility sense that's what i deal with you're a walking miracle girl you're a walking miracle I swear. Okay, won't he do it? You're a bed rest in there. Oh, that's, that's what you that's... <laughs> Yeah. 
No, but then you see what happens is when the spirit of uh, City Girls hits me, I do get up and twerk with oh, my single frame. Amen. So I'm a I'm a bed resting and twerking miracle. Um, Come on, let's twerk together. Yes, yes, yes. TikTok. <laughs> but <laughs> we said our professions, we said our age, but people don't know you till they know your favorite food because we need to know are you a weirdo? Or are you one are you fam? So what's your favorite food, Christine? So in general, food is my favorite food. Um, there's not much <laughs> that I won't eat. I have stories about me and food around my um, medical history. At the moment, my favorite food actually is West Ooh. African food. Like I'm actually a pescatarian, <laughs> but I will eat some meat and some West African food. Give me some goat I and I'm a happy girl. No, Billy, no, no, Billy, no. I'll eat Billy and 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 all his other Billy goat friends. But he's the chomp, greatest chomp. of all time. Why are you eating the greatest goat? meat? Because he's the greatest meat of all times. I'm eating all the Billy Goat Gruff Brothers. <laughs> you will have goatee. One day you wake up with facial hair. You are going to have goatee for eating goats and uh, horns. <laughs> <laughs> Tipola, <laughs> what do you go chop on a regular basis and just be like, I don't care, right, I love it. There's two things, there's two things. One of them is stereotypical and black. It's chicken. Of course it's chicken. <laughs> I don't like you. I don't. You just I'm, brought I'm us so back. Sorry. Like, I'm, you just put Miss Harry yeah, at the I'm back sorry. of the bus. I'm, I need I'm you sorry. to I'm chill. Sorry. My head is a shame. It's no. a shame. It's a shame. Chicken. It's a shame. <laughs> Wow. So yeah, so, yeah that's that's one of my, my poisons. Uh second poison. So there's <laughs> there's this uh, Nigerian dish, West African. It's white rice and ayamashi. Don't know if you've heard of it before. Uh-huh, it is yes, the no. spiciest beef stew type thing. It's um it's oh it's just amazing. It's just whew, that's yeah. kind of oh, wow. <laughs> it's such an uncle. It's such yeah, an I, uncle. I love that as well. Oh, like give me palm wine. <laughs> I am after palm wine. Last poison, you know. This isn't an ad. This is not an ad. It's Coca-Cola. I just love Coke. Coke is my life. Coca-Cola. Coke is my Come life. Coca-Cola. Yeah, Coke. Oh, Coke, yes. Coke that thing that would discale your toilet. I don't That's care it. what it does. Coca-Cola. It's discaling my inside. It's, it's cleaning it all out. You know, it's it's flushing me clean. <laughs> It's getting everything out. It's getting the grease that from the chicken out. That's how mentors. Keep the system moving. That's I got that you. That's how put mentors in, in, in outer space. Now, you know Coca-Cola. the thing, yeah? If, if I was somewhere and I'd say, oh, I'm not going to eat. Just give me Coke. I'd be like, oh, well. If you insist. <laughs> just pour me a little bit. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, wow, when I get up in the morning, the first thing I do when I get up in the morning, I go into the fridge. No, wait, wait. So I look at the water. I look back at my girlfriend to make sure she's asleep. Then I have Coke. He said, I look at the water. Say no. <laughs> he, said, he said, choices. First thing in the morning, I make a bad choice. <laughs> I'm like, I'm starting the day with a bad choice. Trendy and choice. I'm going to be sneaky and, and be like, do I, should I be ashamed? No, there are no witnesses to this crime. Worst thing, okay. worst thing glug, is glug, I, glug. I have to obviously throw the can away in the middle of the bin. So I have to like shuffle around, put it in the middle. So she doesn't see it in the morning. He says, I have to <laughs> do you the crime to, and hide you have to it. Call on the spirit of Kobe, like, please help me make this three pointer. Please, please. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> no, you know what? My favorite food is carbs. Mm, yes, carbs. Right? Just, carbs are yes. you say carbs. You just mean carbs. Every carbs? 
some carbs. Car- yes. Just carbs. Yes. Carbs. Yes. You know, whenever someone gives you a multiple choice, um, like someone is like, do you want this, this, and this? And you say yes. Mm. Mm. Yes. That's me. <laughs> yes. All of That's the above. Me. Yes. 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 Mm. Um, gnocchi, pasta, rice. Mm. Mm. Bread. 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 Yes. My- when I tell you I'm a bread snob, I don't eat like the sliced bread and stuff. I only eat baguettes and like French sticks and like artisanal Jesus bread. Like, you're, you're and like, you're being too bougie. like and just let it be bread. I bread I'm done. I'm gonna eat it. Just bread. Kimmy. You want me to eat? come come on, I can get bread and what? that's it. Just, that's just... the best type of bread. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> have you Kimmy, have you reached the point where the second the bread comes out the oven, you split it in half and before you put butter in it, you shove your nose in it and inhale? Because that's where mm. I'm at. I smell the crust. Mm. I smell ah. the crust. Like you would think I'm an addict for them the way that car <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like it's like sniffing a baby's head. It's like Oh wow, Kimmy, this is Kimmy, the best smell Kimmy. ever. I'm content. <laughs> Everything is right with the world. Kimmy. I'm so happy. Kimmy, we're being we're live, you know. Kimmy, we're live. We're live. <laughs> we're live, Kimmy. Stop it. <laughs> no, okay. So let me say, okay, 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 okay. Food disturbs. There's certain smells that just bring me peace. There's petrol. There's fresh cut mm-hmm. grass. Baby's head. Mm, baby's and, head. Uh, freshly baked bread. Yeah, like newborn laundry. Baby. Ooh, laundry is a good one. Oh my yeah. gosh, especially when you put the deodorizer. That's a good one. I like the You've smell of gas. You've never held a newborn and just be like, oh, no. stay no. like this. No. I don't. I don't inhale. Maybe I'm so. Newborns. I'm like such a new. I'm. I'm such a broody person. I. My children are just loading. They're waiting. They're on their way. I am a mother. I'm... They hear you, but I'm a mother. She so says I they're get, loading. They're just loading. I'm just waiting, you know. Kimmy, for the I'm other worried half about your kids. To, to even if, even just like sniffing your kids when they're, I'm just really worried about that. I don't know. Like, I'll just, just hug them up like I would never let go. I would yeah, but you'll be sniffing go. them as well. I don't, I, I don't you. know about Kimmy. Like you know, I just see you in a very different light now. Like I just, you know, they used to be up here, and then you're kind of like down here now. You sniff babies. I, 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 you know what? I want my mom friends to come on this podcast and tell you the life changing smell of newborn baby. Kimmy, you're hair. still saying it. Just smooth on, smooth on. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you should not be saying this out loud. <laughs> not the bifurcation treatment for being broody and being ready. I may be young, but I'm ready. My ovaries are ready, and you will not judge. Lord. <laughs> My ovaries like not, fam. Young, <laughs> <ready>. <laughs> oh my jeez. Okay, we have issues. Okay, so I mean, you have issues. So... <laughs> Let's get that right. You got issues. I got issues. Leave me alone. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So speaking of issues, what ableism pet peeves do you have? For me, the number one pet peeve is, so I live in shorts. I mean, you can't have a kente print as a prosthetic and not rock it at every yes, opportunity yes. you get. Okay. Um, so it's between the people who like to assume what happened to my leg instead of asking me. Like, I get the gout sometimes, which is kind of funny. Between that or people who think I'm just like, oh, you pathetic thing. Let me hold the door open for you because the door is just too heavy. And they overcompensate and they actually get yeah. in my way instead of just helping me. It's like, ma'am, I don't need you to open the door. I need you to move so my dog can stop jumping on you so I can. Like, you're in my way. <laughs> so people just thinking that my dis my disability is disabling mm -hmm. and realizing that their ableism mm -hmm. is disabling mm -hmm. towards me. Come on, social model of disability, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's what it is. In my Rolodex, that's what I can think of on top. Ooh, How about you, Nicole? So I hate when people stare. I don't like people staring at all. Like, yes. you, I'm looking for you to get your quick look, you know, just get a little, uh, keep it moving. They get you a good one look and keep you moving. Don't, don't keep staring, especially when I'm doing stuff that, you know, people think that disabled people can't do. When I'm driving, when I'm shopping. Oh, when I'm shopping is the worst. Like, I've got a basket, you know, like Tesco mm -hmm. or Asda or whatever basket on my lap. Um, I'm putting stuff in there. People are just watching, like, just watching. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm shopping like yourself. Like, okay. It's not that deep. So I don't like when people stare. And those those stare pointedly. So I I'd rather you stare or look at me and think, oh, that's interesting. How do you do this? And obviously, think about it before you don't just come meet me when I'm under there putting petrol in my car. I think, oh yeah, how do you do that? Watch, don't don't do that. But yeah, I just I just don't like people staring at all. I just it makes me very self conscious. I think that something's wrong. So instinctively, I start checking myself, just making sure. Oh, do I got got piss in my face? Have I have I got shit in my face? face. So, so yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I yeah. Understand. I just, I, it, yeah, it's that like they don't see your humanity, mm. they see your disability first, and mm. they don't put themselves yes. in their shoes. Like, if I, if this was me, would I like to be stared at when I'm just trying to get my shopping done? And if you have enough empathy, you'd know that like shopping is the most mundane mm. task ever. Mm. You just want to mm. get it done and go home. And most of the time we go shopping when we're hungry, when we're tired, when mm. we just want to get it done. So this isn't a luxury. Well, for me as a chef, I'm like, I want I want to see the fresh ingredients. I want to buy fresh herbs, fresh, you know, this and that. And I'm excited about it. But I know that I've been told that my view of that is very different. A lot of people are just like, yeah. let's just get it out of the way. I love grocery shopping, Kimmy. I love it. I love it. And yes. people's, you know, I get the stairs mm -hmm. to the bullet. I get that. People will take pictures mm -hmm. of me, weird. and it's so weird. Never. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's somewhere in the world is a recording of someone having a recording of me walking that on the weird. beach, just minding my own business. And so when I'm shopping and they do that, it ruins mm -hmm. my shopping experience. Like, I'm trying to pretend like I'm, you know, spending Daddy Warbucks money and not my own bank account. Can you just stop yes. you know, staring yes. at me so I can <laughs> pick my fruit? So... Not pick your that's fruit. Just, yeah, that's just, <laughs> yeah. I get that. I feel like it's a lack of empathy because my thing is I hate when people change their tone with you and they, they do the mm -hmm. diddums voice like, oh, diddums, oh, oh. are you all right, darling? Oh, tink, tink. Oh, oh. oh tink, tink. Oh, oh. darling. And I'm like, uh, -uh poor darling yourself. You're walking around with that face, ma'am. Poor darling Ooh. yourself. Ooh. How about that? Damn. 
Damn, just called me and said, poor darling. So I'm relating. That's been my condolences. My like thought hashtag thoughts and prayers. So we're containing our poor darlings, contain yours, sis. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Yes. Yes. Okay, I maybe, hear that. maybe I'm too savage. Okay. So uh, I meant I to say, uh, we are the world. <laughs> we are the children. <laughs> now that we know know this, we know that you have an opinion. You have something mm. to say. Why does having a voice in the disability movement matter to you? I'm gonna take that one. I'm gonna take that one. <laughs> um, okay. Why does it matter to me? Ooh couple of reasons actually you know i wish that you know when i was younger there were more people talking about this in a platform where i could have accessed obviously we didn't have social media back then um it it made me sometimes feel insecure and unsafe about my disability i wasn't comfortable in my disability simply because i was quite sheltered and i grew up away from disability so i wish there was you know people doing what we're trying to do well now back then because obviously, if you know people were talking about this stuff, I would have come to terms with what my disability is, was the kind of support that was out there for me, and the fact that you know I'm just not alone. So for me, you know, having a voice in the disability space is a way to tell other people that, first of all, you're special, you're unique, you're not alone. We're here to support you, and there's always support out there for you. And you know, even if you feel like everything is against you and you don't know where to turn. There's always someone who's, you know, had something to do or something similar to do with your experiences and they can always shed a light. And if me speaking would point you in the right direction, then I'm going to speak away. I'm going to keep blah, blah, blabbing. Come on, blah, blah, blah. Come on, Uncle Blah, Blah. I'm with it. That's a ministry, the blah, blah, blah ministry. Mm, mm. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And you just asked one of our questions that if someone was going through something similar to you, what would you say to them? So mm-hmm. you are moving in the prophetic uncle. Oh, ah, okay. Come Steve, what would you say? <laughs> I mean, Debola really hit it on the head. You know, I very much was raised <clears throat> in ableism to not believe that I had a disability, which made it so hard. And I was so, you know, isolated as a child that there was nobody around me who could tell me what to do or how to act or how Mm. to process the actuality of my reality. Mm, mm. And so being able to share my experiences and my voice is hopefully able to help out some little, you know, black girl with a disability whose family may be ableist and she doesn't know how to use her voice to advocate for herself within her family and listening to just not me, but the three of us, as well as stories of other individuals um, with disabilities, giving back to them to be able to help them. So when they're, when they are our age, imagine the work that they could do. Mm-hmm. So I donated to help those who are in shoes that I was once in is that they don't have to completely feel isolated. Like they're just the only one, like Debola said, like you're special. You, you are unique just because, you know, majority of the world doesn't have disabilities. Doesn't mean that we're not normal. They're not normal for having, not having one. Like, <laughs> like it's, it, it, it doesn't take from you. And I just want to give, I want to empower people with, with disabilities to just be comfortable in their own skin and honestly to love themselves because they're still worthy of love. And if anything, I love you more because you're, because you're like me. So 
Yes. You know what? Today I was sorting something out with my bank and I had made a mistake in my online banking and I called up the bank and it took a long time. And the first person I spoke with was like, um, so I was just explaining that I have short term memory loss and I was talking about something to do with work and I entered the wrong thing and I messed something up and I am so sorry. And then they were like, oh, would you like us to make a note of your disability? Like what? What, what what's wrong so I said I mean this and this so they say oh so you might not be able to go into the branch then because mobility is an issue so then we'll make a note that going into the branch is the last resort I was like oh thank you and then I said please make a note about the memory thing because I also might not rem- remember certain things and people in my life like Christine you talk to me often enough to know that I'd be forgetting shit mm. so, okay. <laughs> so and then so the next woman I spoke to was like oh no it's not really on it we, we have your mobility stuff on here but we don't have your memory situation and she was so tender and she took time and she mm. said you know what i also suffer from a condition and i have short-term memory loss and when i'm doing my job i can zero in on the client and i can concentrate but outside when there's like executive function stuff and stuff I have terrible short-term memory loss, so I can understand how you feel. Having someone in that position, I fought back tears because she said it in a way that was so beautiful. I said, I don't believe that this was by accident, the fact that I met, met you and you you handled my situation, and I am so grateful right so with the first guy we got along so well we spent like 30 minutes on the phone we're just talking about the weather whatever this is the guy who <laughs> works for the bank we're like oh my gosh yeah it's so hot and then he's like yeah and then this family member got covid and i'm like what no way what and we're like talking like friends and, and then he was like um yeah let me get you to the next person i was like okay well it was nice you know chatting. he was like yeah you know good luck and then this next woman i have like a whole emotional like moment with her and i'm like sis i know it's so hard and and she's like I know what it's like I'm like you know Google calendars is my help and I write everything down and she's like oh my gosh me too it was refreshing to have someone who was in that position and she was like do you know what when we send information to you we're gonna make it so that it's not like overwhelming we're going to condense it down for you. We're going to make sure that you don't have to come into the bank unnecessarily. We're going to make sure all of this. And there was, they said there's this practice that they do, something to do with accessibility, something that I don't know the name of it. And this woman, she was like, okay, this is my name. I'm the only one with this name. Next time you call, ask for me. This is a, like a nationwide bank. It's like a big mm. bank. Come through customer service. And... You know, it's just great to have someone in the room who understands. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it it just, for me, this makes me want to be that someone in the room for someone. Mm -hmm. I want to be, I want to work hard enough so that I'm in enough decision making Mm -hmm. rooms Mm -hmm. so that it it changes someone's outcomes. Mm, because mm-hmm. my voice is in the room you know Beyonce once didn't she didn't work with was it Adidas or uh, it was Adidas or I, I, no I don't know which company it was she said there wasn't anyone black in the mm, room mm. so she didn't want to work it's with them representation. so mm, wow. I think yeah, yeah absolutely. 
So I understand that I have a responsibility to work hard in the things that I do, in the advocacy that I do, in the corporate, you know, disability sensitivity training that I do with these companies and with the, even with the speaking engagements, even with all of this, uh, with, with, with anything that I do with the brand strategy. Now I can say, well, think about your disabled clientele. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, this is the strategy for your a brand and I'm going to quit content create for you and run your socials and this is your marketing strategy but also factor in this marginalized community because they're consumers as well because we're often a last mm. thought so I'm very much motivated to not only in word lend my words but also work hard with the thought that I'm someone's representation there's a 24 year old girl who's going to be they have their life ripped away from them be left blind in a hospital room for two weeks have falls not be able to walk all of a sudden relearn to walk 10 times have a hole drilled in their head for Mm. surgery have you know be like in a hospital planning their father's funeral whilst they have a hole drilled in their head and having brain surgery having all of this I went through all of these things for a reason Mm -hmm. so it's important for me to stand in my story and in my truth and know that everything happened for a reason amen you preach you preach you preach the choir says amen uh well I will need that tithe um (laughs) so our last question really is going to be if you could speak to a young self like if you could just be like young Christine, young Dibola. Christine, don't you make me cry. I will fight you if you make me cry. Christine I'm a makes me cry. And I'm mad if you make me cry. I swear I'll take a flight to Chicago and <laughs> it will be on site. So I would try what my would best. Say, Dibola, ah. Christine, what would you say to your younger self if you could say something? Ooh, um, if I could, I'm going to start crying myself. <sighs> if I could talk to younger Christy, the first thing I would do is give her a hug. That would be the very first thing. Just wrap my arms around her and just show her so much love because that's all she needed was some love. And just give her some comfort and let her know that the battle is long and it's hard. And you're not out of it. You won't be out of it for a while. Let her know that she is strong. She is fierce and resilient. And then right now she may not be loved, but soon she'll be loved by many, so many, many. And I would just want to just pick her head up so she could just see how amazing she she truly is and just give her all the tools that she needed to ignore society and ignore the people around her so she could just walk in her, her truth comfortably. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. That's very powerful. It's very powerful. A word for slashes. <laughs> a word for slashes, bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm, so- <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried. I tried. The thing about it is that Christine and I have similar stories of growing up being abused. It's a safe space. It's a safe space. It's a safe space. Okay, so Christine and I have similar stories of growing up in an abusive environment, same family members, same time frame, same age, Mm -hmm. but different circumstances, different continents, Mm -hmm. different everything, and yet the pain is still visceral. Mm -hmm. And we 
for some reason talk about it and cry and <laughs> <laughs> i'm like battle scar buddies woohoo yes but don't do that to me again i'll fight you no promises i'll try though Debola, if you make me nah, cry, I, I swear you're I'll tell you, I, I, promise, I, promise, I, was, I was gonna make you guys cry, but you know, I don't want to cry myself, so let's just spam it. You vindictive <laughs> so and so, please don't do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I would speak to my younger self, I would essentially say a lot of stuff that Christine has said as well. Just the fight is not lost, it's gonna get bad before it's gonna get better. You know, it's bad now, but it, it 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 will it can and will get worse, then it will get better. And just remember that, you know, you're strong beyond what anyone thinks. Uh you're stronger than what most people thought. People are gonna underestimate you all your life. They're gonna tell you that you can't, you shouldn't, or you wouldn't, and they're gonna spend all your life trying to prove to people that you can and you should and you would. And don't stop trying because the moment you stop trying, everyone admit victory and you've lost essentially. So you don't, you're not allowed to stop trying ever. And you have to remember that for what people will take a step to, you have to fly to get to parity. So don't forget these lessons. And, you know, life is going to be unfair. It is unfair. And it's a lesson you're going to learn very quickly. But just take that lesson in the stride. It's not, it's not your fault. It's not their fault. It's just the cause you were dealt. And your victory is only self-determined. Only you that can make yourself successful or happy or even have peace. And never, ever, ever, because you're going to make this mistake a few times, let somebody else have the control over your happiness and your peace of mind. It belongs to you and yourself alone. (laughs) No assassin. Now I'm going to I'm going to send you tears in a box, in a bottle. Oh my god, guys. so my thing is if i could say anything to my younger self is love your body because she's gonna get you through a lot have the grace to honor her she's going to change on you through puberty she's going to absorb the trauma of the things that those adults had no business doing to you that you shouldn't have been introduced to and the effects are going to be physical so then you're going to have a negative uh, um, thing with your body relationship with your body but guess what that's not where it stops so you might as well invest in your teens and when your body has the least chinks in its armor just spend some time loving it those times when i was like picking on my body and i wish i was high school fat i always say that i'm like i used to say i'm fat i'm like i wish i was that version of fat and i just i just didn't like my body until it was put through a lot until it seized on me until it it it, it literally nearly died on me like until i needed to be kicked back into life until I need like I sh- I should have appreciated my body a long time ago and I've learned to appreciate her and I have a lot of friends that are like oh my gosh you know fit fam fit fam and I'm like okay listen sis yeah fit fam hashtag and my goal is that yes in my head I'm fit fam but I'm not able to do 
fifth fam things right now. So guess what? As my body changes and metamorphosizes, I'm going to love her. I'm going to shop for her. I'm going to accentuate her. I'm going to adore her. And before I was doing anything in disability, I was doing body positivity. I mm. was modeling with brands, with, you know, swimwear and, and, and doing fashion shows and stuff like that as a plus size model. So that's where I learned to love my body, you know, come mm-hmm. on, Vogue. So I, I needed to learn earlier that, sis, your body is your shield. Mm. She would absorb the shock a lot Mm -hmm. she would take on the trauma a lot and she's going to feel the trauma but guess what your spirit will stay intact your spirit will heal and your spirit will grow and your spirit is a giant so love your body well um with that emotional mess I heard that no tear, no face was dry, no seat was dry because Dibola was in the room and there was a lot that was happening, a lot of floodgates were happening and I'm sorry, it was just emotional mess. It's, it's, uh, it's necessary sometimes, you got to get it out there, it's a safe space, safe space. Better out than in. So now we have a segment we call Say It With Your Chest. Say with your chest, say with your chest. So you have to find something that you want to say about the disabled experience, about ableism, about life, about attitudes towards disabled people. And you have to say it with your chest. The first example, courtesy of Talk Disability, right, on Instagram, they say disability is not something we can, quote unquote, overcome. Mm. Mm. it's here to Mm. stay we're Mm. here ain't nothing to overcome Mm. biatch yes anything you want to say with your chest yes life and the system this is kimmy has actually heard this and if you follow me on instagram you've heard this as well if me having a disability offends you be offended because i'm gonna live my life and i'm not gonna turn down my shine to make you comfortable Blue blue. Blue blue. Uncle, what do you go pepper them with? <laughs> it's something that um, I've always said to people, and it's fundamentally, it is my disability, and I have a right to own my disability wherever and whenever I choose to. And it is not on me to diminish my disability to make you feel comfortable. Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm. Come through, Uncle. Come on. Yes, Uncle. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all. (laughs) Now, before we close, we have a segment that we're going to need your help with that Mm. we're going to start next week. We have our first guest, and we believe it will be Ayomiko Johnson, a vitiligo. Yeah. Ayomiko Johnson is a vitiligo advocate, and she's an influencer and model, and we will be interviewing her and talking about vitiligo gate on Instagram. But the three of us, right, among one of us, there is one brain cell. So we have 
we have a segment that you could help us with called Bootleg Agony On. This is where you send your listener letter with questions, dilemmas for us to answer and encourage you. You know, we're clueless and untrained, but eager to help. So Mm. don't expect much, but expect some love and compassion. So hit us up if you have any questions about love, work, Karen issues, shysty Mm. friends, Mm. ancient men, or if Mm. you need, if you're in need of any encouragement and you'd be surprised so maybe we could be you know we could raise the perspective you need or we could just be the outside perspective that could mm. give you something different so email us at askdbed at gmail.com so it at askdbed at gmail.com again ask dbed at gmail.com so please include your pronouns and guess what if you email us with your wannabe bootleg agony arm question you get a free prize we're going to give you a free prize for free we're not going to expose your name so you can talk about anyone however you want to you can let your jaw go loose because we're going to give you an african name so if your name is mary your name is Funkelola. <laughs> if your name is Steven, your name is Polani. <laughs> so whatever name comes to my Shando and my Shandana, Ooh. so shall it be. Mm. And will keep your identity safe. Yes. So write to your bootleg agony aunt and one of our brain cells might help you. We love <laughs> you so much. We love you. In closing, we just want to say thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for keeping thank it real. Yes. Yes. So you know where to find us, you know. Mm. So this is what we call the hominy for the homies. Because you know when you finish church, they give you that hominy. Well, you are a homie, so you get the hominy. <laughs> so we bless you. We yes. send you with a blessing. Mm. And everyone, mm-hmm. we close with saying that we've come to the part of the podcast where we part ways. Mm. We hate to see you go. Although we've come mm. to, to the, the end. It's a single. It's a verse. It's a verse. It's a verse. Mm. I know verses. We singing together. I don't. Mm. <laughs> it's a with us but we hate to see you go but we're sending you off with a blessing yes. good health protection prosperity hmm. now may your god bless you and we love you bye bye thank you for hanging out with us i hope you like us as much as we like you join us for bi-weekly episodes where we'll continue these conversations in the meantime connect with us on instagram and facebook at dope black disabled and follow us on twitter at db disabled see you soon planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.